So, Danny is part of the Alive group of churches. Yes. We love your worship leading, mate. Oh, bless you. It's Thank a you. real treat to have you with us. Appreciate that. And is this the first live thing you've done in a few months? It is, the, yeah, from, from another venue. Yeah. So, since obviously since lockdown, I've been doing a lot of uh, streaming into different locations from my, uh, my closet, effectively. Yeah, wow. Uh, with my little... Twinkly lights behind me because you've got to have them for anointing, haven't you? you got, yeah, you've got to have a bit um, twinkle lights. So we've got that. And so, yeah, so it's kind of a diet of kind of doing Zoom training for people, yeah. uh, worship teams, doing like live events and sort of doing sort of pre-recorded content really for, for the other churches as wow. well. So and it's been busy. how's lockdown been overall? Well, the, the interesting thing is, for me, lockdown is, I mean, we've heard it said so many times that it's the reset button. Uh, you know, like, oh, it's reset, we're off. And, but actually, for me, it really was, because I don't know, when before going into lockdown, I, I was incredibly busy. You yeah. know, I was yeah. lots of travelling, lots of, like, ministry, all those things, which are all fantastic and good. But then literally within the first week of lockdown, it was almost like I went... <laughs> Because yeah. there was a sense of not travelling or not doing anything. And yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't a kind of uh, a deflated, um, oh, this is, this is not good. It was, I am so tired. Yeah, you I start so, to realise. I'm so, and you suddenly your body begins to sort of tell you that. Yeah. And so, so it's a lockdown. I mean, I've, I've, I have worked in the schools. I work in schools as well. So yeah. there has been that rotation in there, but there has been plenty of time where really I've just been able to get alone with, you know, with God in the countryside and where I live. It's an amazing place to be able to do that, uh, and just, you know, like we said earlier, just walked, I suppose, effectively, yeah. and and, and just God. think. I don't know about you. I have looked, it, the whole concept of reset, pause. All those prophetic words have absolutely worked for me. Mm. To be able to think deeply. Normally, we're so busy that we never get to the deepest layer of thought. You know, am I, am I, am I doing what I should be doing? Am I really obeying the fresh words that God is giving yeah, yeah. me? Or am, I, or am I so busy in what I've been doing that we don't get time to listen? Or even if we do hear, we don't... I don't know about you, I'm a bit slow. We don't reshape very quickly. Yeah, yeah. So just stopping. I mean, the, the other thing about that is actually for me, so, so when we talk about hearing from God and in those moments, <clears throat> very often what happens is uh, uh, you, you, you hear from God and he goes, right, uh, I want you to do this. And what we tend to do is we tend to jump up and go, yeah, we run yeah. off, hit a brick wall, it explodes and wonder why it never, never yeah. takes place. But yeah. this season has been an amazing season because there's two questions that I actually have asked now that I you know, normally wouldn't you know, overtly ask. So yes, you, you told me I'm going to do this, but now I've got the time to go, well, how and when? Yeah. Two yeah. very important questions because I think they're a lot of the questions we always forget to ask. Yeah. We just go, God, what do you want me to do? And we get it, we run off. Sometimes we get measured of success. Sometimes we run up and go, Well, God, you told me to do this. Why hasn't it worked out that way? Well, we didn't linger enough in his presence to say, Well, how and when? Yeah, purpose isn't it? P purpose is the easy bit, it's child's yeah, yeah. play. Pace is the bit certainly characters like <clears throat> me really trip up on because I'm exactly as you said, I just run headlong yeah, yeah. and go for it. When actually, okay, I told you what to do, but I kind of wanted more involvement in the doing it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're always, I think sometimes we're so purpose-wired that, great, I've got something to do and it's from God, so that really legitimises it, that, you know, my busyness. Um, but actually, the whole passion that God has for us is, I want to enjoy you intimately. And think how less frustrating that would be for everyone. You know, we've, yeah. got, we've got a generation running around frustrated, why that work, why that? Yeah. Oh, it's because you need to linger. Yeah, it's not God's fault. The yeah. word wasn't wrong. Yeah, yeah. But hey, so I've, I've been listening to some interesting stuff lately, all about Sabbath and rest and uh, 
a lot of us read the, the teachings of Jesus, let's say, because mm. we know in them is life, but, but we take them as bits of information, but we never take on the lifestyle of Jesus. Wow. We just think it's information, I can slot it into my, you know, this good, this bad so good. memory mm. banks of how to think, but the lifestyle of Jesus that, I mean, would we really choose in 33 and a half years of life to only minister for three and a half, yeah. <laughs> you know, and actually to walk yeah, those yeah. dusty streets and enjoy the smells of the Mediterranean Sea and olive oil and lots of time with friends Come and on. just chatting and no rushing. He was evidently led by this internal clock not the external kind of modern pressures of the rushed life that we yeah. all live. Now you, if I'm gonna talk about lifestyle of Jesus, you seem to spend half your life in the countryside looking at your Instagram account. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I do, so, so I mean, that, that's a, a longer journey that actually, yeah. you, you know, you, some of you may kind of sort of know. So originally I started at 23.11 stone. Wow. Okay, so I'm currently now 49. Wow! Um, Come so I've, on! I've lost, I've lost all that weight. Now, the the, the that whole journey was a journey of um, uh, mental health restructuring, yeah. relooking, uh, you know, kind of getting a new kind of zeal for stuff. But what what transpired was basically I like walking, uh, and so my literally my last pair of walking shoes has done three thousand miles. Wow! Um, wow! So, and I think um, you guys will know one event. So two one yeah. events ago was when I started that journey to wow. now. So that's, I can't even do the maths now. And, and that, was, that, was the, that was the thing for me actually, and I'm maybe getting slightly off, but when, for, for me, the, the purpose, the, the kind of the way that I managed to lose weight and to keep it off is because I never actually set a goal for what I wanted to lose. I just purposed that I needed to be healthy to yeah. sustain my life. So I had, I, I was literally as diabetic as you could be before they say you're diabetic. Wow. Lower back problems, um, breathing issues, the, the, the works, was it was all there. So it was a right cliff top kind of moment yeah. really for me. And um, when I was looking around thinking, well, what do I need to do? There's, there's these like theories where they go about, I call it like event dieting. So, you know, the wedding's a classic. I need oh, to get yeah, into that yeah, suit. Yeah. Yeah. Or if I use the word diet. And the reason why they're bad for me is because actually they always end yeah and what, actually, and what yeah. actually ends is then you go back to you know I was going so there was that, that yeah. yo-yo whereas I go that was a cliff top and actually God's saved me from that I literally do believe my life was saved because I was beginning to feel like I was completely caving right. in and so that's my motivation yeah is I'm running away from that and I want to sustain I want to be honorable to God I want to see my kids grow up I want yeah. to love my wife I want to love myself yeah uh, and so he's kind of stuck and it gets away from all that jargon that I think yeah yeah which is good and people know it but the moment you set for me, a, yeah. a goal like I want to be 13 stone or I want to be this. Yeah. Once you hit it, that's your that's your danger point. So I just live healthy to sustain life, yeah. to sustain the walking that I'm doing, and honour God and pray while I'm doing it. I basically. love it. I mean, I I like to walk and pray. Mm. I mean, a lot of my prayer life, especially. I mean, I I'll sometimes even go out when it's slinging it down with rain. It can be quite nice if you've got the right clothes on, can't mm. it? But I, I'll try and walk often. I kind of a few years ago, I had this thing where. I felt from God, you know, the phrase walking with God. Yeah. Um, I kind of felt, I'm not going to say God said, but my feeling was, what if that's not metaphorical? <laughs> you know, we kind of think it's poetic. He walked with God through his life, meaning he was a godly man. But I remember once lying in bed and there's a, there's a lamppost outside my house. And uh, I, I was lying there early in the morning one morning and I felt Jesus say in those early waking moments, mm. 
come outside, it's nice. Mm. And I'm like, I know I kind of rolled over in bed, but he kept saying it, come, come outside, come for a walk, I'm out here. It's nice wow. coming out. And it kind of, you know, I, I wish God would nag my quiet time every morning because I'd be far more disciplined, you know what I mean? Um, but I, I, did, I did get up and I went out and yeah, Jesus was under that lamppost and we went for a wow. walk and I had this amazing encounter. And it's, it, ever since then, it's been like, just go for a walk. And I think we over-spiritualise it and we try to make it, I, you know, maybe I, I always want to be a bit more of a sophisticated man of God than I really am. But mm. where I've landed now is I just walk and think roughly about God yeah, and quietly interact. And the solitude and the silence and the walking is just that that is probably the the most enjoyable of all my prayer styles. I love to sit at a piano or play a guitar or sit with my study books open, but that walk just replenishes me. So Indeed. now I see you're in the, and evidently you love walking and you are in yeah. the country. So is that the, the center of your prayer life or what are you doing in lockdown? Because I want people to feel their prayer lives and ideas for it a bit freshened. And, yeah. uh, you know, there's a lot of guilt around prayer too. I want people to enjoy prayer and not think you have to become Wesley to have a good prayer life, you know. No, I, but I do think uh, the interesting thing when we talk about sort of prayer life and our worship life and, and all those, those, those aspects is actually, I, I get quite a lot of emails from, from people talking about it. So, so they see what we, what we put on, on the screens and yeah. people um, bless them. They, they seem to like what we're doing and, and they, they come, how do you do How do you keep all fresh? How do you do all these things? And the word that I would say is it's, it's intentional. Yeah. That's what it is. And, the, and yeah. to kind of unpack that a bit more, what, what we've, we've been in danger of doing, we've got with all these amazing screens and all the broadcasting <laughs> that we do, yeah. is I ask, I ask them, so, so when you watch your Sunday service, and of course it doesn't happen here, but when you watch the Sunday <laughs> service, when was the last time you sung? Yeah. And, and they're kind of, well, what, what do you mean? I said, when was the last time you sung yeah. when you were watching the service? And even to, even to my shame as a family, the conversation might be, oh, she's wearing a nice, you know, she's got a nice voice, she's got a nice, yeah, and the yeah. conversation is, and the conversation struggles to get to, when did God move in that? Yeah. When did yeah. the Holy Spirit speak to me in that? Yeah. And, and so you've got to be in, in Intentional in what you do, yeah. so don't don't fret about praying. Don't be like, worried about praying, but make that space. Yeah, to, to, to see what I mean. Intentionally yeah. come in and go. So so if you're watching like the, the broadcast today, um, I, I don't know if you kind of know throughout the worship. I was I was trying to sort of encourage people to do certain things yeah. because that kind of shakes off the, because the, we've kind of made it so it's, it's nice. We come downstairs in our pyjamas, we advertise <laughs> a cup of tea, but be intentional, create yeah. that space where we yeah. right, we're going to church. And, and for me, in all those things, so I, uh, on, when I'm walking, I, I intentionally have a list actually, and in this season of things wow. that I want to, to pray about. Yeah. So I do that on a kind of rotated basis. And then for me as well, um, whenever I've gone somewhere and I've played with a band or played with different ministries, I always take a snapshot and then my Google on a daily basis brings up this file of pictures. And then that I go, oh, I'm gonna pray, pray, pray for that because wow. I see that person. And actually one of the great things you can do is if you had, pictures that reminded you of things yeah 
Yeah. So, yeah. so I don't know if you got you, even if it's a picture of your office or yeah. a picture of a loved one, yeah. and you had those coming up because not not a lot of us are a written list people. I don't like yeah, words; yeah. It, yeah. they scare me a lot. But actually, if I get a picture because that's how I see, yeah. I go, oh yeah. And, and actually, as I see those people, I pray for those people, and I know some of their stories because I spoke to them. But you could do that with anything. Yeah. So, picture of I don't know. Pound coins come up. Well, you know, you need to pay about finances. A picture of a, yeah. you know, whatever or, or whatever you got faith for. Yeah. Um, and actually, that works really well with the children. Yes, of course. Because they've got yeah. they've got something to, to connect with. So that's just like one idea. Yeah, just I love the, it. Of the, the, the top uh, to be able to do it. I mean, I, I've joined um, audio books during lockdown. Yeah. Again, because I just I like reading. I, you know, I am a words person. But again, to walk and if I can just feel myself getting distracted and not really getting anywhere. I'll, I'll stick on an audio book. Mm. You know, I choose particular ones um, that really provoke my, my thinking. Um, in fact, I had a great thought this week. Let, let, let's go here for a minute. Mm. I'm walking along, listening to my audio book, and then Genesis 1.28 comes up in the book. And it's God setting man on the earth to rule. Mm. We're supposed to rule. You know, a few weeks ago, I woke up in the morning thinking about the mess that the world's in at the moment. You know, there's, there's, there's riots and injustice and... Covid and all these other things, go Brexit, all sorts of stuff going yeah. on. And my kind of waking thought, not intentional, because it sounds a bit cheeky, because I didn't mean it like this, but my waking thought was, oh God, your world's in a bit of a mess. Mm. You know, with a slight emphasis of what, you, what you're doing about it, Lord. And the immediate answer came back is, well, I kind of left you in charge. You know, <laughs> meaning yeah. us, not just me. Yeah, yeah, I realise yeah, yeah, yeah. that. And, and, you know, this concept of God set man on the earth to rule, and then the world's in a bit of a mess, but I, I have left you in charge. You know, put those thoughts together. So then this week I was, I was on one of my walks and the thought came through that, well, if I'm put on the earth to rule, that's why I'm here. Am I ruling well in the areas that I'm supposed to have influence? Wow. Yeah, yeah. And so let's start number one with, am I ruling well over my own emotional health, my own body, exactly yeah. as you're talking about? Am I a ruler of my body or, or am I a slave to it? Am I a slave to what's in the fridge? So good. Or am I ruling? And then, and then your family, am I really ruling? And of course, it's only from a bad idea of what ruling is. If you, if you saw what Adam did to rule, it was tend the garden, yeah, yeah. nurture it, give names and identity to the animals. So ruling is all about nurturing, caring, supporting, creating a, a culture where things can thrive. It's nothing to do with the being abusive or make you know being the one that makes all the big decisions it's it's being the one that takes all the blame and then tends and nurtures Come that's on. what leadership yeah, rulership yeah. is and so in in our homes are we really ruling well, really tending nurturing in our finances are we slaves to the bank or are we really ruling and then of course take that into the spheres that's just those sorts of spheres we all have right but then take that into the into the spheres of so what have i told you to do you know, mm. to be a to be a worshipper, affecting the atmosphere in a certain village or region or town or whatever. Are we really stepping up, or are we part way through the parable of the talents and actually just hiding it, going, "Well, he's given me this to do, but I'm not. I don't really get it." And, but he's put us here to rule, and sure. I think for me, but back to the verse where 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 we started. I don't know if you know these gorgeous verses, Hebrews 6, 1 to 3. Come, let us return to the Lord. Let us acknowledge him and experience him. It literally means, and as surely as the sun rises, he'll come like winter rain. The, mm. the atmosphere will be changed. How does worship and prayer and that devotional life enable us 
to reign in life. You know what I mean? How does it, it, how can we, I love your idea of, well, I, I pray through these pictures, that's you reigning. Mm. And saying, okay, I've been put here to rule. Um, it's not an aggressive thing. It doesn't have to be a loud thing, but I must take responsibility for what he's put in my care. Mm. The picture of the money comes up, right? I need to take responsibility for that uh, and all that sort of thing. Um, how can our worship and our prayer life really enable authority in our lives? Because I, I see you as you lead a lot. There's a lot of declaration. You did it today. Mm. Open the windows and say Jesus. Mm. Um, theologically, why, why do you think that's important? Well, I, I mean, the, th the, th the thing is this, right? When, when, we, when, we, when we invoke the name of Jesus, hmm. and, and this, this, is, this is the thing, so if we speak about experience first, the, I, I, I know because I know it changes atmospheres. Come on. Yeah. There's, there's been times in my life where, um, for, for instance, when, when my, my boy Isaac, and he may be watching this, and he's going, oh, Dad. <laughs> and he's not really a boy now, he's 19. But he, he, he went through a really, really difficult patch which accumulated in brain surgery effectively. Wow. And I remember being in, in, that, in that room uh, and actually, I, I, there was a song that, I, that, that, that I've done here previously. So we kind of spoke about that test we there. But when, when we were in that space and we were just feeling so, so desperate and so kind of locked in, when we invoked the name of Jesus, the atmosphere completely changed. Wow. And the reason why, I think the reason why this is, is because we, we, live, in it, we live in that world where there's, 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 there's two realities, but they're both very real realities. There's a yeah. reality where life isn't easy. Yeah. People get ill, people hmm. pass. Stuff happens, yeah. But God is still in control. Yeah. And God is still amazing and God still heals and God does. And the problem with those two realities, they're the two realities that effectively control us. Yes. And so the reason, the reason, the reason why praise and worship and prayer and all the rest is because it locks us in onto the higher reality of who God is, Beautiful. as opposed to the, uh, as opposed to what's happening in the world. So we acknowledge, we go, yeah. At that point, you know, I said, we said, Isaac, yes, you are, you are poorly, and I could at that point gone, oh, but what are we going to do? What? What you know is, is, is terrible, you know, and, and and get really emotional. And yes, there are those times. I'm not saying we're not going to get those times, but we have to be intentional to go back to that Come word on. and yeah. start to say, God, I believe because it says in your word yeah. that you are my healer, you are our provider. So yeah. Isaac, I say to you, he is your healer, he's your provider, he's your sustainer. Yeah. We will get through this, and we align ourselves with what God is saying rather than what the the world is saying. Yeah. And and, and, and actually, you know, we can even walk that. And yes, sometimes we get healed, sometimes we don't. But ultimately, yeah. the ultimate healing is when we get to see Jesus face to face anyway. I love it. So we win-win. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's just, are we, are we, you know, mad's probably not the, the, the right word, but are we strong enough to say, God, I trust you in all these things? Yeah. Because actually... Uh, what you've got to what what I found is I've got to do as well is there are there are those emotional times, and those emotional times actually tend to come from focusing on the world thing. Yeah, yeah. But those times when you have to go beyond the emotions and start to declare that's what changes things. Now Very you good. could be, and let me see if I get it right. You could be, 
you could be emotional without being spiritual, but I don't think you could be spiritual without being emotional necessarily. Yeah, yeah I agree. To, to see what, yeah, it's, definitely. In, in, in that way around. And I think when, when, when you get into that presence of God and when you're declaring those things, man, you get emotional. Yeah. But actually, it's a different emotion to emotion from yeah. going, Wee. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And, and you, keep saying, you keep saying declaring, saying, invoke the name of, mm. you know, and you, and you speak. I uh, heard a great phrase, I think it was this week. The kingdom of God is voice activated. Yeah. How's that for a good one? The kingdom of God is voice activated. So you do, it is, there's something, and I think it might be a bit of a British thing because we want to be very genuine. So again, when we're faced with two choices, mm. we're, life isn't that simple thing of, well, reality is reality. You are faced with the choice of the facts versus the truth. Mm. And, and the kingdom of God is this, it lives in this kind of truth world rather than the fact world. And, but it is, it's in voice activation. You know, Jesus said, speak to the mountain, not think about the mountain, yeah, 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 wonder yeah. about the mountain, analyze the mountain, worry about the mountain. He said, speak to the mountain. And, and I love that you say, so you invoked the name of Jesus. So you're literally saying, Jesus, we, we draw your power. We declare Come your on. name over this situation. And it is that intentionality of we're going to stop the depression in this home, and we might not stop it on day one, but you, maybe someone somewhere is going to begin the fight today saying, I'm going to invoke the name of Jesus over my own mind yeah. or my children's health or this household. I am tired of the disturbance in the home or the depression in the home mm. or the arguments in the home. Sometimes you need to invoke the name of Jesus over your own kids. <laughs> I, I battled in those early days of beginning to lose that way. I battled so much with mental health yeah. quietly as well. So nobody really really knew what was going on yeah and one of the one of the saviors of me i don't know if you remember there back in the day uh, hosanna music so yeah. you're going back to don mowing days and all those things they did um, a series of cassettes and it was cassettes and i just yeah. found it on spotify and it was um scriptures and song oh yeah now I love them. that that now younguns today might go that's a bit cheesy when they listen to it but actually it's the content that was building me up yeah. Yeah. Because what happens is in those moments, I think one of the one of the tactics, if not maybe the only tactic the, 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 the enemy has is, is, is disconnect. Yeah. And if he can disconnect you from community or from God or from from those truths that you're saying, he's yeah. got you because he'll drag you into the darkness. Yeah. And then it's at that point when you need to go. No. So for me, I, I was I was walking and I had it on my headphones and I was listening to the Lord is my light and my salvation. Come on. You know, he dwells in the shadow of the most high. All those all yeah. those songs that were coming out. Yeah. And I was getting pumped up and pumped up because I was listening to it because I was choosing to focus on the reality of who God is. And, and when that connects, starts to come and when you start to I mean the beginning of those things are always beautiful aren't they yeah, you, you love yeah. it you go oh yeah but then there does come a point when you have to choose you're gonna fight you're gonna yeah. fight yeah and that that's called maturity yeah love it and that's it yeah so so tell us we're getting we're getting near to the end of our time mm. how did you get saved because there might be people watching today that haven't taken that step, that intentional step. They might mm. be just interested in God, hence they pause on a broadcast like this, but haven't gone, okay, God, I want you to be in my life. Wow. T tell, a, tell a bit of, of your story and then we'll just help people to know what to do. Yeah, so, so, so I grew up in, um, uh, uh, with my mum and dad were pastors. They were Seminars of God pastors. Yeah. So they worked for home missions. Uh, so they would like church planters effectively. Yeah. Um, uh, I grew up mainly in Coventry, but they 
the around kind of this this area actually in like Lincolnshire where they were planting churches and one of the things that they were really great at doing was they they always told us when God did something so 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 as a so so as a kid uh, especially a pastor's kid and you may be able to relate to some of these it, you know, everyone's, oh, it's, it's wonderful, it's amazing, they've got such a, like, but, but actually we tend to rebel quite a lot yeah, yeah. because we're going, well, I'm picking my nose on the front row and I've, I've just got told off by great aunt <laughs> Betty, what's the face? Yeah. And then you, you, you end up, I can't be who I need to be, all the rest of it. So you yeah. kind of lose out. Now that's not to go, oh, poor you, but that's the reality of it was. And so I went through um, a period really where that was, that was what was happening. But the foundation was that if God did something, so in those days, we might have been in the back of a church, you know, with a heater and that's all it was because they were church planting. But if God provided us with something, yeah. like a um, just simple, like a washing up bowl, they'd go, do you know what? God did this. Yeah, God yeah. helped us with this. And so there was this, always this backdrop of yeah. how amazing God was. So as I grew up, um, made a commitment early, early on to go, yeah, but didn't, didn't, really developing any of those things. So as yeah. I got through my, my high school years, made some incredibly silly choices, got in with some incredibly silly people and was involved in all manner of things that we shouldn't really be involved in. But I, I'd certainly on the Sunday I was at church going, oh, <laughs> you know, the, the, the old masks of everybody yeah, thinks it's amazing. Yeah. But at school I was getting into fights and doing different things, right. stuff that my parents didn't know, stuff that my, it came from a family of four brothers, stuff that they didn't know. Uh, and I used to get away with it because every time they went to parents' evening, I had to go. And for some reason they'd never confront the silly stuff that, that yeah, I was yeah. doing, which wow. is a bit weird. But then there was this one time when I know that actually um, they, they called my parents in without me. So I'm like going, oh, no, this is it. I remember, I remember it distinctly. Um, and I went, uh, I was upstairs and I, I was waiting for it. I, I heard the, the car door, I heard them walking up, I heard the key go and I was going, oh, no, I'm for it now. They've got it because there's no other reason. Yeah. And they came up and this is a beautiful picture of what the love of God is like. Came upstairs and they, they said, um, we know everything that's gone on but we, we love you and we want to work with you. We want to help you get through this stuff. Wow. And that's what the, you, you, you can bring, you know, the scripture talks about bringing it into the light of the community because yeah. where there's light, there's no darkness. And so, and so that's a beautiful picture of what God is. We hide because we've got all that yucky stuff. Yeah. And we think yeah. if they know that, if they see that, yeah. then they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna get rid of me, kick, you know, kick me away. <laughs> But when my mum and dad came in and did that, that started the seed. Yeah. And I remember um, being involved in different things I should have been involved in, and we won't go into that because I don't like to necessarily uh, sort of glorify those type of things. But essentially, I then got saved because I had an experience where I said, God, if you are real, if, you're a you, know, if, if you are the God of my mum and dad, if yeah. you've done all those Ooh. things, in fact, I know you've done those things. I need you to come in and I need you to make yourself known to me right now. Come on. And at that point, they, um, again, funny enough, in the countryside, that's it, um, the, the Holy Spirit just came in and impacted me in such a deep way that he, it, it, without a shadow of doubt, I knew he was there. I knew he was real. He yeah. was convicting me of all the things that I yeah. did. Wow. And the biggest change then had to be that I had to then go back. Uh, and this is this is the bit of the, the, the testimony where everybody goes, oh, you know, it's like the Disney ending. But actually I went back and said, you know what, I, I've, I've got... Um, 
use the great Christianese word saved. Um, you know, I've committed my life to the Lord. Uh, I was in front of all these lads thinking, yeah, this is it, right now, bonky, off we go. Yeah. Uh, and I got, I, I got a slight... Um, uh, kicking, shall we say? Uh, you know, <laughs> right. persecuted straight away. Persecuted straight away. So yeah. I spent that last year um, quite isolated in school. But here's wow. the thing: when you know, when something impacts you, so when the love of God comes in so so deep and so, yeah. there's no turning back. Yeah, Come on. you know, there's that song. Um, Christ is enough for me, the, the, yeah. the, the world behind me, the cross before me, no turning back. And it's just that sense when God comes in and he does something in your life and you say, say you're sorry and you say, God, would you come and would you change me? Yeah. He's, he's a mate, he will do it. Wow. He'll, he'll just come in and he'll just, he'll just do it. And there's a lot more in that testimony, but I know we, we kind of struck, struck for time. But in essence, in a place where I felt there was no change, no way out, I cried out to God in desperation yeah. and he came in and he moved and brought me from where I was to where I am yeah. now. I was I was like 16, 17, sort of then. I'm now 45 and been going strong wow. uh, in God ever since. And that's a thing to do. So we'll tell that to everybody watching today. Cry out to God. Yeah, yeah. Ask, come on, God, if you're real, come into my life. Touch my life. Transform my life. And he will do. Danny, it's been great to have you with Bless us today, you. mate. Thank, Thank you. you so much for travelling up bringing your keyboard, working with us this morning. It's been really good to see you.